Fireflies Unite with Kia, your weekly podcast from the perspective of individuals thriving with a mental illness. We are normalizing the conversation about mental health within communities of color to foster mental wellness and empowerment. Welcome to another episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast with me, Kia, where our mission is to bring light into darkness, just like the fireflies, by simply sharing the stories of people of color who live and thrive with mental health conditions and to normalize the mental health conversation. Welcome back. Happy Monday. I'm bringing you a new episode. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about part two of stressors. Last week, we talked about stress and some of the warning signs. We talked about the different types of stressors. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, this is the part two. So I would encourage you to pause this episode and listen to last week's episode. Today, we're going to talk about how we can stop contributing to our stressors. So some people have certain personality traits that help them overcome stress, such as optimism, a tendency to take action and a sense of humor. And we can develop these traits to help us. So one of the things that we can do is accept what you cannot change. Be optimistic. Many of us worry about things that we can't control. For instance, imagine your company has just purchased a new software that you don't know how to use. Worrying increases your stress. Instead, ask your supervisor about a training you can take or a coworker for help who knows how to use the system. When you can't change a situation, try thinking things like, I'll laugh about this some day or some way. Maybe some good will come from this. Or what can I learn from this? By focusing on the positive, you can discover solutions to the problem and feel less stress. We talk about positive self-talk often on this podcast, but practice positive self-talk. Every time you hear a negative thought in your mind, say something positive to replace it. For example, instead of saying, I'll never be good at making speeches or public speaking, try saying something like, I'll just keep practicing and do my best. No one expects me to be perfect. So I want to share a few tips on reducing stress. Because stress can, like I said, come in all forms. It can even be just like simple things such as daily stressors, such as getting up, making breakfast, getting your children to school on time. Well, now children aren't in school. It's the summertime and we were in the pandemic. But maybe even the stress of being in a pandemic, like people were having to work from home and be a school teacher at the same time. So that can cause a lot of stress. So I want to talk about a few tips on reducing stress. So that can be getting up on time so you are not rushed. That can be minimizing interruptions, especially when you need to concentrate. Ask for help when you need it. So ask your kids to help with household chores or ask a colleague at work to help you on a particular project. Get organized so you can find things quickly because sometimes We're stressed out because we can't find things that we need. So get organized so that you can find those things quickly. And one of the things you can do is remind yourself of accomplishments rather than concentrating on what isn't done or what isn't right in your life. 
Also, designate a time and place to do work and leave it there. Sometimes we are stressed out because like now many people are working from home and they may find that they're spending so much time working from home because they haven't set a boundaries in place to say, I'm going to work from this time to this time, or I'm going to work in this particular room. Like don't work in your bedroom. Your bedroom should be for relaxing and for all of the wonderful couples, or even if you're not a couple, bedroom should be for relaxing and having sex. So don't bring work into your bedroom. Keep it down, you know, to a work office that you can have or a table or somewhere in your kitchen, but keep your area separate. Also plan ahead by determining when the task must be finished and how much time it will take. A good thing to do is overestimate how long it will take you to finish a project, such as a report or a term paper for school if you haven't done it before. Another thing that you can do is break big jobs down into small chunks because they'll seem more manageable. Like last year, I wrote a book, for those of you who don't know, and I had to break that book down into small pieces. I had to break it down by chapter. And then I was able to work through and get the book done because thinking about writing an entire book was a lot. So break down your tasks so they can be more manageable. Another thing is taking breaks periodically because you actually work more effectively when you return to a project if you take breaks. So I know like sometimes I have to take break from the pod, from the podcast so that I can get myself together, especially if I'm in a depressive state. And I'm actually even considering a plug. I'm considering taking the entire month of September off from the podcast just so I can get some more episodes and just take a break from producing so many episodes week after week. So that's something I'm considering because when I come back, I have fresh ideas. I'm able to get more interviews in. And it also gives me the fuel that I need to get back into podcasting. Because like I said, it's easy to have a podcast, but it takes a lot of work. Another thing to do to help you manage your stress is look for ways to be more efficient, such as like cooking several meals at once and refrigerating them ahead. Determine your priorities and spend your time on the most important activities. So for example, spending time with family may be more important than having a spotless home. For me, having things around the house and it being a wreck, that would actually stress me out. So I, I'm i not a, um, a neat freak or anything, but I just like things to be in their place and for things to look decent. That would stress me out. But for some people, maybe having a spotless home wouldn't stress them out and they just prefer to have things lying around as long as they're spending time with family. But figure out what works for you. And another thing that you can do is group similar tasks and do them at the same time. So, for example, if you're going to be making phone calls, um, make sure you're making all your phone calls at once to, let's say, maybe you're paying your bills. Try to set your bills on auto pay so that you are not having each month to go and pay a bill. If you know you have important phone calls to make, make all of those phone calls at once. Another thing that I wanted to talk about is include yourself in your schedule and make time for free time. If you are feeling overwhelmed by all that you have to do, you may be sacrificing your free time. Free time doesn't fill the space with something. Sometimes we need to be lazy 
and to do absolutely nothing. So along with scheduling your work, make sure you have time for exercise. Make sure you have time to take a bubble bath and light some candles. Uh, Binge watch a show on Netflix. Read a book. Spend time with family and friends. Make sure that you're putting things on your schedule that helps fill your cup up. Because if we're constantly just working all the time, we're going to burn out. So again, free time doesn't mean fill the space with something that is like a, a outing or a volunteer activity. Sometimes we need days to be lazy and to do absolutely nothing. Learn to say no. Saying no to another household chore, a social event or activity will prevent burnout and resentment. So don't feel guilty when you say no. It's not always easy, but with practice, you can get better at saying no. Take a look at how you are spending your time. Write down the activity in a notebook. So here's some homework for y'all. Write down the activity in a notebook and how long you spend on it. For example, you may spend 45 minutes to and from work and you may spend two hours cleaning your home and washing dishes. Ask yourself, after you write down the activity and how long it will take you, ask yourself, are there tasks that could be delegated so that way you don't have so much on your plate? Are you getting enough time for your favorite activities? Again, like I said, you can have days where you're actually absolutely doing nothing. That's a part of self-care. Also ask yourself, could you have done anything more effectively? And do you see any problem areas? Try changing your schedule so that it is more realistic because it'll give you free time and it reduces stress. So we talked about stress management and how certain things in our lives can contribute to our stress level, but sometimes we contribute to our own stress levels because we we fail to plan. We don't say no. We don't know how to set boundaries. We are putting too much on our plate. And so sometimes our stress, the reason why we're so stressed is because we're not putting things in place to help manage our stress. So that is something I wanted to talk to you all about. So that wraps up this week's episode of the Fireflies Unite podcast. I hope that you all got something from this. You all have a blessed week and thank you so much for listening. I hope that you obtain tools and resources from the Fireflies Unite podcast to help you manage your mental health. But please do not use it as a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist or psychiatrist. Let's continue the conversation by following me on Fireflies Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.